I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Russell Peter. Oh, it's RVD. With one good knee. <laughs> Steel chair to the mush. Steel chair back. to the mush. We're back with more one night stand. I, I looked up where it. the word mush came from. Right. Because when he said it, I was like, oh, that's a very English expression, yeah. isn't it? But I didn't know if it was or not. But uh, why, why do we call the face the mush? Why do we call it a face? Is it like a muzzle or like a... They seem to think it's because it's like you saying mouth in a funny way. Mouth. You go, oi, mush. Oh, mush. Mush. I've got Terry Brug. Yeah, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't say you don't learn stuff by stopping by here. Don't don't say it. What, Stop my, saying in it. In my studio. <laughs> oh, you mean the listeners? I see. Yeah. Um, I, actually, the Foley um, uh, Joy thing, because Joy kind of tears up uh, the commentary team. Yeah. Joy starts, he sort of tears up a little bit when he oh, gets he in does. the ring. And, and, what's and then Foley about... spends ages taking the piss he out does. of him. Like mercilessly, and relentlessly. What's really funny about that is, is like Styles <laughs> comes out and he does that. And I think he is really genuinely yeah. emotional. They don't think it's ever going to have happened this. And, you know, right. and I think for him as well, he was always regarded as being one of the really really good young broadcasters he yeah. was a very good commentator mm. um very much a sort of like forerunner i feel of like mauro ranallo over on nxt right. he's got that passion and excitement and i think he probably thought if i do really well here because he'd been out of the business if i do well here i might get the job in wwe that i you know would would change everything for me and he did Right. They didn't treat him very well. He was shunted around on, on commentary. Vincent Mann didn't really seem to like him very much. We and should just get a little clip of you saying that and just, I'll just play it in every time. <laughs> and he was shunted around and, and, and he didn't seem to be it's very true. well liked. And, uh, it's yeah. true. He did get his chance, but he just <laughs> yeah. he didn't squander it himself. They, they, they just didn't they, they like him. They wasted him. They wasted him. <laughs> For reasons no one knows. That is the, that is the literal, the, the, the cut and paste. Um, but he, um, he ended up like helming the website. A, oh, a right, real okay. waste of a talent. And when that went well, I think they gave it to Shane McMahon and then moved Joey onto something else. Right. But he cries in this and when he comes in. He is so emotional about mm. the whole thing. But I've never seen anyone get emotional in a less convincing, genuine fashion. So he sort of, he looks like someone who's trying to look emotional. Yeah. But I think he genuinely is. Very, it's like that, that old Rob Newman character about the man who couldn't speak without sounding sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> it was very much like that, where Joey Styles is the man who can't be emotional without looking like he's putting it on. Yeah, exactly. Poor Joey Styles. Poor Joey Styles. Glad I didn't bring my wife tonight. Guy's a wife stealer. <laughs> 
<laughs> the anti-ECW uh, Raw contingent wow. have arrived. Yes. And in comes Edge. Uh, have you, have you uh, dug into why everyone is calling Edge a wife-stealer? No. I, I presumed it was an in uh, on TV screen story. Uh, it, it, well, yes, it was. Right. And also, no, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, what happened is that um, Edge had a fling with Lita, yes. who was the long-term girlfriend of Matt Hardy I, yeah, in okay. real life. Right. And when Matt Hardy uh, found out, he was very upset. Mm. So I think he was at the time uh, rehabbing an injury at home. So what they the, the WWE did was obviously with this sort of awkward you know, a triangle, really. Mm. They uh, rang up Matt Hardy and fired him. <laughs> and, wow. And uh, what happened here you is... You want that on your, on your dollar, do you? No. And <laughs> what happened here was uh, there was a big outcry about right. it, really, internally. And the fans, at this point, the internet is really is really big. Wrestling news is all over the internet. Mm. It's no longer the, the chat rooms that it used to be. There are wrestling news sites. There are wrestling websites. You get daily updates. Mm. And this story breaks, and it becomes huge. Um, uh, the, the, the basic story is that I think Edge and Lita had had a fling. He was married. Uh, he'd left a message on her phone saying, along the lines of, um, we should probably talk about this, but let's not be too hasty. Mm. Um, and she'd gone home uh, to be with Matt Hardy for three days, and she'd fallen asleep. And I think her phone went, and he went to get it up, and he thought, oh, God, I've missed a call. I'll find out what it is. And there was the message. Right. Um, so Edge's wife then found out, and it was <laughs> an absolute fucking disaster for everyone. <laughs> um, oh, God. Matt Hardy was then fired, as I say, for being unprofessional in some way. Uh, Listening to his wife's messages. <laughs> what was very clear... Uh, hi, Edge here. Um, uh, Leah, don't, um, whoever's listening to this, um, if it's not you, you are legally not allowed to listen to anything past this. Beep. And, and you can't get upset. <laughs> Bye. Um, the, 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 what was, uh, the reason about this was Edge was becoming a big star and he was very mm. much destined for the top. Right. And Matt Hardy was lower down and they just went, oh, well, let's get rid of Matt Hardy. Mm. But the online community became very, very excited by this this whole story. Yeah. And Matt Hardy began doing lots of stuff online about it. He began spilling his guts. And very quickly, it became apparent that this was, while all a very upsetting scenario for all involved, a big money-making opportunity. <laughs> so, so they made the telephone love chair match. Yeah, but well, what happened is, Lita talks about this, because uh, she does get asked about it from time to time, and mm. she talks about, I mean, I think all three of them, really, but they talk about how awful the whole thing was. Um, they, <laughs> that She was saying, you know, I came to work and they basically said, okay, so we want to bring Matt back, and we want to do a programme about this. And she was like, I really didn't want to do anything, but he'd lost his job. And yeah, it was so no she, fault of his own. Right. And so they said we agreed to do it really so that he could come back and do you know and, and keep doing his his job. Um <laughs> the WWE credit to them. They didn't go, there are two ways to do this, and one is that we play it up a bit. Or they went, Do you know what? This is so raw and exciting, let's just let's just let them get at it. And what they had is a show called Bite This, and it was an early internet show. And Nobody, B-Y-T-E, bite this. So a web-based thing. I think think it's a sort of slight pun on suck it. Or, or, it, or if you're in, this. or if you're in, if you're getting an operation in, like the past, they'd give you something to bite, like a thing to bite down on it. Bite yeah. this. 
It was sort of, being bummed. It was just like interviews. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. right. But they Bite they this. they brought in Lita, yeah, yeah. and they decided to have, I think, you know, one of the first sort of the confrontations between them. So Matt Hardy uh, was brought back uh, in. What happens in this pay-per-view, everyone is chanting at Edge, yeah. wife stealer, that sort of thing. They begin chanting, you screwed Matt, you screwed Matt, a right. twist on the you screwed Brett yes. uh, that El okay. Hebner used to get. Right. Uh, they at one point if begin chanting, screwed Matt. <laughs> you've got herpes uh, mm. at Edge. And so Edge... Less helpful. The, the incredible thing about this is, uh, <laughs> out of this personal awkward tragedy... I, oh, God, it makes me feel sick. This. Edge became a massive A-lister. The only person <laughs> who, who you could see really had real difficulty with this, apart from Matt Hardy, was Lita. And, mm. and you could tell she was very uncomfortable with basically two years of her career, where she was basically... Oh, it's so awful. But I cannot imagine what is going through everyone's head at this point. Oh, uh, exactly, just... exactly. So the, the crowd have chanted it. Later on, Paul Heyman addresses something to Edge about it and the, the the fans start chanting, we want Matt. And that's really the moment where they go, okay, yeah, let's pull the trigger on this. Right, okay. So this is going to be a tiny bit of a diversion. So in June or July, Matt Hardy comes back and they basically go, he's unhinged and he's coming after them. And so this is the first time we see them and they begin blurring the lines between reality and fiction. So on Raw, Matt Hardy comes out and he begins going, Adam! Adam, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fucking. Oh, he doesn't say fucking. He says, "I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna come to get you." And Lita, you whore, he says. Right. And he goes, "And this company can kiss my ass." And they, they shut him down, drag him off, right, and, okay, and the yeah. crowd go nuts, absolutely nuts. Then they do this bite this thing, which is I'm not even 100 percent sure if Lita knew this was going to happen. But there's a phone in, so Lita is the guest. They do a phone in, and who should call up? But Matt Hardy, oh. and re- bear in mind, this is a like billion-dollar company on the stock exchange <laughs> who are using two of their employees' real-life thing to go. Let's do a storyline out of it. And honestly, sometimes they're doing storyline, and sometimes they're not. And all of it is absolutely excruciating. We have another caller on the line. If you could please state your name and your question, please. Hey, Amy. This is Matt Hardy. If you need a little confirmation to prove it, how about a the same place where I showed up and embarrassed you this Monday night in Newark. Newark is also the same place you told me you loved me, Amy. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. The first time. You need any more confirmation? No, Matt. Go ahead. What's up? Believe me, your life is only starting to become miserable. And Adam Copeland, your boyfriend, the love of your life, his life is only starting to become miserable. Because Monday was the very first day in my movement. And my movement will be to get retribution on you and against that piece of feces, Adam Copeland, and against the WWE, more specifically the office of the WWE, Johnny Ace and all the other that fired me. That's great. Are you done with your wrestling promo that you just cut? Oh, no, actually I'm not. I've, okay. got, I've got plenty more wrestling promos to do. So go ahead, why don't you tell me exactly? Why is it uh, you're, you're more in love with Adam Copeland than me? Why did you throw away six good years? Why you, why'd you flush that down the drain? Especially considering this guy has been married twice and he's run over every woman he's been with. What makes you think you're so special? What makes you think you're different? I, I don't know that I need to tell you about my relationship. With... I think you, I think you owe it to me, considering I give you I have given you six good years of my life, and I probably loved you more than anyone else would love you. No, I'm saying I don't think that that I owe you an explanation of my relationship with Edge. Although I can tell you about why I don't want to be with you. You cutting wrestling promos in a personal context could be one, one, one excuse that, that I could tell you. Okay, great. 
Great. Well, you know, you are the reason that I'm cutting wrestling promos, and you are the reason why I showed up Monday night, and you are the reason all this began. And I, I, I don't understand why that's my issue, that you've chose to act out this breakup that happens every day, just not on camera and not in a, a public forum, that you've chose to act out this way. Well, the reason, why, the reason why it's public is because we're public people. We're public wrestling celebrities. And of course you knew. Getting involved in a relationship with another worker, a guy who claimed to be one of my best friends. You know, they say in this business, you know, you only have like the number of friends, true friends that you have, you can count on one hand. And I would have considered Adam one. Can I jump in with a quick question? Uh, a lot of people are asking. Thank you, us, quick. Do, do you really feel that Edge should have been fired over you? Yeah, absolutely. John Laurinaitis, Johnny Ace, that's what everybody calls him. He's the guy who's the head of talent relations right now. I was ready to make a comeback. I rehabbed. I was supposed to be out eight to nine months with my left knee. I had it totally reconstructed. I was ready to come back in six months because I busted my ass to rehab my injury and come back for a wrestling company that I love with everything I am, that I've sacrificed everything I've had over the last seven years. And I was ready to come back. I was in Greenville, South Carolina working out. I was in the ring actually working out with one of my buddies, Crazy K, and I got a phone call from Johnny Ace. And at this point he said, well, Matt, just want to tell you, he said, we're going to have to release you. Creative really doesn't have anything for you. We, we, we don't have anything. We're gonna, I was going, Johnny, Johnny, I, that, I, I don't buy into that. You're telling me this doesn't have anything to do with my situation? No, it doesn't have anything to do with my situation, not at all. And one, I think Johnny Ace has a personal vendetta against me. And two, considering I was the guy that was the victim of this whole thing, I mean, Adam Copeland was a guy that was married. He was, having, he was committing adultery, having an affair with my girlfriend. Those two were in the wrong. And the company, the WWE, was going to endorse that and fire me while I was at home with an injury? That is absolute how can that be justified? The thing is, Adam Cole from The Edge, that's the guy that should have been fired. They should have sent him home, and they maybe should have sent you home too, Amy, especially with the way you are. The whole reason, I think Monday night I came out there, and I called him Adam, because that's all I know him as. And I didn't even call you Amy, because the Amy Dumas I know, that, that girl, she's dead. She's gone. Lita's all I know. This <laughs> hanging out with Edge, that's all I know now. I don't even know who Amy Dumas is anymore. Mummy, mummy, is Doink going to be coming out soon? <laughs> Honestly, now I've edited that down. It's 15 minutes of listening to a couple breaking up. No. It's so awful. I'd put, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. It's, it's absolutely horrifying. It's like oh. listening to that thing where they go, uh, this was the last uh, recording <laughs> that they made. Uh, it's a 911 call. It's so awful. Oh, no, Mark. Legitimate official WWE programming. <laughs> Disgusting. Not, not a thing that was put out by by someone who was like, we got them together in a room, let's see the sparks fly. <laughs> this was, they were basically going, we're not going to have oh, like The Rock no. do a promo today because we want to get this bit where Lita, Amy Duma, uh, meets her old ex-boyfriend. And they Which walk a very thin up. line between there going... Not, there's no thin line, there's nothing there. Do you know what it is? He starts doing the wrestling thing. Yeah. And I go, because that's a pro. Okay, I'm yeah. going to get my retribution. And she yeah. goes, oh... Well done with your little <laughs> wrestling promo. We're on the fucking telly, Matt Fucking hell. Leo, we're on the fucking telly. I'm the one who got done over, you prick. I'm, I'm the one trying to be professional Fuck in a professional me. capacity. <laughs> Had she not been told that he was, you know, that this was, he was getting paid, presumably I, he was getting paid for this. Yes, but do you know what? Do you know what the Ooh. terrible thing is? They, they bring him back and he's like, yeah, I'm happy to do this. And I think they were like, I don't want to do this, but <laughs> otherwise, I don't know what he does, so I've got to do it. And you go, oh, you what a nightmare. Ooh. Do you know what, though? Uh, at least with that, it's like, well, it's just, you know, it's just the two of them and it's just awful and everything. <laughs> but, but, I mean, imagine listening to that and going, do you know what will make this better, right? 
let's get Edge involved as well. Um, oh. <laughs> and let's do another one a week later. Everyone's had time to calm down. <laughs> it's all in the past. We've all had a right laugh. We can all, we can all get over it. Honestly, if you if you see this video, if you ever see this video, I have never <laughs> ever ever seen a woman on television look sadder than Lita does through this. She, I, I, honestly, you look at it and you go, I've, I've just lost 10 years of my life. What do you do? Because I'm so sad. What's got, like, what? I'm so sad. Oh. It gets much better. This is the second one they did a week later. Well, see, I'll tell you this. When we get in SummerSlam, Adam, there's not going to yes, be any, There's not going to be any writers that can stop me. There's not going to be any agents that can stop me. There's not going to be a McMahon that can stop me. The promo right now. <laughs> it's great. Adam. I talk in wrestling promos, but when we get in there, my fist is going to Yeah, exactly, your face. because your life is wrestling, and that's it. You can't no, separate. I, let, like I said before, you just proved my point, dumbass. Let, 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 me, let me tell you a little something about life. What about when you were out hurt with your broke neck as we were friends, and I called you every week, Adam? Are you okay, dude? If there's anything I can do, yeah, please like let I me know. Said, definitely. And week in and week out. No, but when I was out hurt, when I was out hurt, you stupid bastard, you lying coward. What did you do? You did everything you could do to get inside my girl's head and inside her pants. Yeah, I really. I, I, her pants yeah, so I well. waited for what you to leave, friend. Matt. No, what a class you couldn't act. supply You're what a, a real act. man You're a piece needs of trash. to supply. You can't do it. You're a scumbag. You're a little Adam. boy. Plain and simple. And you just talked about Matt talking and wrestling promos. What was? Was your reaction when you heard Matt say that he wouldn't be offended if you died in a car accident? Well, I think that says the kind of person Matt Hardy is right there. Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. Never have. And oh, I'm you're not. far from perfect. I will continue to make mistakes the rest of my life. That's what human beings do. That's not to brush off what happened. That's a mistake. Granted, it's not a mistake that I'm sitting beside her right now, though. So you, you ask about what I think about someone saying they want me to die in a car accident. The only reason I can think that someone would say that is, number one, they need to get a life. Number two, they don't want to face me at SummerSlam. Plain and simple. That's all there is to it. If you say that, you see, I want you to be safe. I said it last Monday. Strap your seatbelt in tight. Take care of yourself. I want it to come to SummerSlam. Sure this do. Sunday, I want you and I face-to-face. I want everyone sure to see you it. Do you about. put everything out there for everyone to talk about. Now they can see us go at it. No no one to get in between, just you and me. And I cannot wait. Oh, you know what? You can't wait, but guess what? Here's a little analogy for you. I'm Bill Gates. You're the hobo on the side of the street with a cardboard sign saying, we'll wrestle for food. That's the difference between you and me. Okay, Edge. Okay, Edge. You're the greatest. You know what? SummerSlam? You're the greatest. SummerSlam, it's time to nut up or finally shut the f*** up. <laughs> oh, I'm... and they're walking off. Well, Matt, what, what's your reaction? What's going to happen at SummerSlam? I guess the stage is all yours now. Adam Copeland, a guy who was one time one of my best friends, and now I am his biggest adversary in life, and he is my biggest adversary in life. And he can talk about how he's the main eventer and how he's this and that, but when it all comes down to it, you strip everything away, all this wrestling whore and because that's all this is, is whore in the big picture that we, we call life here. When we step into the ring at SummerSlam, it's going to be live, and there's nobody that can stop me from hurting him. And I will, dude. I will, because I've never been this driven. And when we get in that ring, like I said before, it's kill or be killed. And Matt Hardy will not die. I will not die, man. And Adam, you piece of shit, you lying scumbag bastard, we got uh, we got just a couple days. And believe me, I am your worst nightmare. And if you don't believe it right now, you will. You will come SummerSlam again. Is, that's that's not. <laughs> has this been the thing that you've enjoyed least out of everything we've it's ever done? It's fucking horrible, isn't it nasty? And I forgot it was horrible until I started listening to it, and I was like. My God! I mean, it's, it's almost worse without images for me. <laughs> it's, it's like hearing, like you know, just 
just the people gone through some shit. Oh, it really, it's like hearing your mum and dad argue. Yeah. If your mum and dad were part of Team Extreme. Which <laughs> 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 is the way, uh, the way Edge goes, uh, I'll continue to make, uh, make, make mistakes for the rest of my life. It's like, yeah. that's a threat. There to are any certain woman. bits when you watch it, <laughs> isn't it? There are certain bits when you watch it. So there's a bit where he goes, and you tried, you know, to get into my. I think he says head. You tried to get in my head, and you tried to get you tried to get into her head, yeah. And then you tried to get into her pants, mm. and that's the bit where Lita just looked. Br- she just suddenly a switch goes, and she looks as unhappy as anyone has ever looked. <laughs> and there's a similar bit where Edge is like, you know, I presume this is all part of the thing. And then Matt Hardy starts going, "When you broke your neck, I called you every day." And Edge goes, "Yes, you absolutely did." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just. It's a funny thing where nobody knows where the lines are. No. They don't know. It's so, so there's bits where he's like, God, he's getting re- really riled up now. And then he goes, oh, that's really personal. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't getting riled up because he's doing it. Maybe he's getting riled up because he's just really riled up. And oh, now I don't no. know what I'm doing. Oh, absolutely magic. Absolutely horrific. <laughs> uh, they, they've all talked about this. As, uh, Edge has certainly said it was the most stressful time of his career. I bet it bloody was. Of course. Did Edge I mean... uh, remain with his lady? Well, uh, for... for uh, no. no. No, not his wife. No. Uh, he's now married to the uh, superstar Beth Phoenix. Okay. Very happy. Good. And, um... Uh... <laughs> she watched any of this? But he did do... He did do... <laughs> watched much of Bait This, have you? <laughs> <laughs> he did... He did um, uh, have a long run with Lita as his valet. Right. Really based off the notoriety of this uh, as the R-rated superstar. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Um, they they went nice. on to have a very famous uh, Raw uh, where they did a live bed show, uh, which was supposed to be them having sex under a bed. Uh, I mean, it was it was not edifying. But I just I do look at that and I do think you're absolutely right about that. It's like the, the Scarlet Yes and the shaving the head, <laughs> which is you sort of go later. Um, remember two years ago. You, uh, you you sort of, you know, you, you, you had a dalliance with Edge. Uh, well, now we want you to get into the ring and pretend to have sex with him. Yeah, that, with that's half, your punishment. Half the wages of what the men have, presumably. <laughs> wow. Very true. Fucking awful. Um, and out comes also Eric Bischoff <laughs> with them yes. all, uh, who is very much the man who, um, in WCW, was seen as being, you know, a poacher of talent. And mm. he, he was never a big wrestling fan. Right. Uh, it's great that, like, in 2019, he's now uh, pretty much the figurehead... Uh, uh, in charge, legitimately behind the scenes of SmackDown, right? Uh, one of the biggest wrestling shows in history. <laughs> um, but he uh, he comes out here, and I, I, it sort of seemed to me like quite a brave move for him to come out here because mm. the crowd are really baying for his bud, and um, he he has a big part to play as the uh, as the show goes on. Yeah. Um, next match, <laughs> it's uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Chris Benoit. Ah. Oh, bit of light relief after that Edge and Matt Hardy <laughs> thing. Well, we've seen this uh, match. Uh, I mean, I think I've seen this match before. Yes, I? they've fought each other a number yeah. of times over the years. Um, Eddie here is—he's actually five months away from from expiring, from mm, dying, indeed. and he looks in this match really tired and exhausted. Mm. It's a really funny match. This one—it's—it's it's bad tempered. They—they they, for some reason, I think Eddie. Guerrero went out and, and they, they sort of said that he was in a bad mood when he went out. He, he was in a bad mood. They began chanting um, at Edge things like, you know, you screwed Matt and mm. uh, all the stuff about herpes. And uh, Bob Holly in his book, The Hardcore Truth, says that Eddie Guerrero had got to a point towards the end of his life where he was in so much physical pain, his body just giving out on him, that he would be hunched over on the trainer's table all day. And they would basically give him a Red Bull and he'd come out to the ring. Right. And I think what you get in this match is he begins to get frustrated that his body isn't doing what he wants it to do. Mm. He's weirdly sluggish and he's just off the beat. And the opening bit is really strange. He just sort of, he's slow and he gets, at some point he sort of like breaks his nose. But you can't really even work out when it is. Mm. It's really early on. And he just gets out of the ring and he just sort of puts his hands on his knees and he, and he hunches over. And he starts sighing. And you can see Chris Benoit is doing a face of, come on, get back in. But at the same time, you can see he's confused. Mm. And he's a bit shaken. He's like, I don't quite know what's going on here. What's happening? Mm. And it's a very funny match to watch with, with that in mind. Yeah. That, you know, how, how Guerrero didn't have long to go. And you suddenly actually see the reality of what he was going through, mm. I think, and, and what his body was doing, which was breaking down. Mm. Um, Guerrero was also very, very much... He didn't want to lose to Benoit, which he ends up doing here, because he was in a programme with Rey Mysterio, and Chris Benoit didn't really have a programme going on. So he was like, it doesn't really make sense for me to lose. It wasn't that he wanted to win. He was just like, in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't make sense. Yeah. And so I think he'd already gone out there going, this match doesn't make logical sense to me. Mm. And the whole thing is just really stiff and strange. Mm. Um, right at the end, uh, Eddie Guerrero uh, mouths, uh, I owe you one to Chris Benoit. Right, okay. And it seemed to be that he was just saying, do you know what, this night I couldn't do it. I think there's a funny sort of thing, sometimes those matches that people are really looking forward to, and this has happened quite a bit with Eddie Guerrero, especially like with Rey Mysterio, is everyone goes, this is the match that's going to, this is the sleeper match. It's not even really a sleeper match. This is the match that's going to blow everything else off the card. Mm. And whenever they did it in WWE, it never happened. It never worked. A little bit like 
in more recent WrestleManias, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura, the match that everyone was waiting for. And it almost like, it's not that we go, it's going to be better than it is. It's something about the wrestlers going, this has got to be good, that just makes it deflate. Mm. It's a really weird thing about History how the pressure getting on top of everybody. Yeah, entirely. <laughs> they're under too many layers of expectation. Mm. And it's the expectation they're putting on themselves because everyone's saying it's going to be really good. Um, In the words of Joy Styles, um, um, the um, headbutt um, that uh, yes. Chris Bernard does, he calls it a suicide a headbutt. suicide headbutt, which is weird because I've, I don't think I've ever heard it really called that. No. There's quite a lot of odd foreshadowing in this pay-per-view. Um, there's one that happens in a match a bit later as well. Uh, and I, I, I'm not one for going, you know, you should go back and get rid of that. It is just a weird use of... Freak. yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, that is the diving headbutt. That's yeah. a diving headbutt. Mm. Why you suddenly decide to say suicide <laughs> with one of the... Oh, I say that. I mean, one of the two or three people who, who committed suicide who are on this show. Mm. It just seems, you know, it's just one of those odd historical quirks. Yeah. Um, it's sad. It's sad to see two people who are this good having a match that is hard to put your finger and define on why it doesn't quite work, but it just doesn't quite work. Um, apparently, they were very, very cross uh, afterwards. In the uh, in the, they they were just beating themselves up about how bad it had been. Mm. And they were really, really disappointed. It's sad weird how like I'm having pain. Is it superplex from Eddie? Yes. Like that was fucking horrible, Absolutely. Mark. Absolutely. One of the first ones in this where I got, yeah, that was too much. There, there's that also, I, I think that thing of working in a room like this where you're, you've got the crowd banked up above mm. you where it's all very light and the, 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 the volume is different from when you're in a big arena. They are working very, very hard and tight and it's really real. Mm. And it's, it's just that it's, it, it's not scrappy. It's really super physical and it's super good. It just doesn't, click mm. it's a weird one yeah. so strange and the, the most annoying thing is of course is you can see them realising it and that makes it even more distracting <laughs> poor poor lads could have been great yeah but then of course you know you get these two wrestlers the greatest wrestlers of their generation you know not necessarily at their peak but certainly not far off it working in front of a crowd who are hot to see them and they produce this match which everyone's hoped is going to be great that doesn't really work the it, next wasn't like, match, it wasn't like terrible, was it? I mean, it wasn't no, like obscene. No, not at all. But the next match, you get two people that no one's that bothered about <laughs> seeing who have, you know, not a massive amount of mainstream appeal. Mm. They're certainly not the biggest names on the show. <laughs> no one has that much interest, I suppose, in the match. And then they put on one of the best matches, <laughs> not just of the year, but of the 2000s. Uh, Masato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome. Indeed. But that, <laughs> <laughs> that is for next week. Indeed. If you would like to get in touch with the show, it's WrestleMePod uh, uh, Wrestle on Twitter. It's at WrestleMePod on Twitter and show at WrestleMePod.com. So do get involved. Check out our new shiny website as well. It's yes. very pretty. And uh, you can also, on Twitter, I'll be putting up some of the, um, the, the story of... Uh, when, if you remember, when we first started WrestleMe, mm. we had a female co-host, uh, Samantha DeCourcy. <laughs> right. And uh, I was going out with her, and then one night I read her pager. <laughs> <laughs> I've been out with a with nodules, throat nodules. Yeah. Been out of action. And just, uh, uh... stole away, you got inside her head. <laughs> you got inside her pants. <laughs> <laughs> um, Samantha, oh, no, I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. It's all just so real. I hate you, Samantha.
is a Stakhanov production. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.